up, goons? We are back for another episode of Notes of a Goon. I am your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I am joined, not as always, by my no longer stalwart producer, Mike Harrington. Uh, I don't know where he is. Ever since he had a baby, uh, I guess his priorities have shifted, which, I mean, what a fucking asshole. Who does he fuck? First of all, every picture I ever see of this kid, she's looking at him. She doesn't even seem to like him. It's weird. Now, but thankfully, Jorge... My trans woman of color friend is here. Thank you, Jorge, for being here. Appreciate you for helping me out with this show. Of course, of course. Have you ever listened to this show? Uh, once or twice. Okay. Well, that's something. That's better than... Does it annoy you how... Uh, how much Harrington talks in it? Yeah. Yes. Okay, beyond that. But my, my takes are not the best always. Uh, I think they're pretty good. Sometimes. Sometimes I do talk out of pocket. Yeah, but that's what makes you you. Yeah, uh, that's the entire point of the show, is that I get drunk and tell you guys what's what. Uh, and we got a lot of stuff we got to talk about, but real quick, up top, do you have anything you got to plug, Jorge? Uh, Philly Comedy Festival, September 3rd. Are you getting paid for this? Uh, possibly. Maybe. You're getting paid to promote it, or you're getting paid to work on oh, it? to work on it. So then go to the Philly Comedy yeah. Festival. If you're getting paid to promote it, that's a little weird. No. But if you're getting paid to work on it and you'd like it to be successful so you can work on it again next year yeah. and make it grow, that's a good idea. Who's on the Philly Comedy Festival? Tim Butterly. Tim Butterly. Matt, Panties in the Mouth. Uh, Matt McCusker. Matt McCusker. Got a new special. Uh, the, of course, Mike Rainey, though, damn you boys. Uh, there's going to be live podcasts. Do-rag and the Deer Tag. Okay. Uh, Naeem and Drew. Very funny guys. Crack Amico is going to be performing. Crack Amico coming in from down south to just spit fucking bars up there. Yeah, and then other musical performances, other podcasts, and plenty of... Now, this uh, is Labor Day weekend. Yeah, September 3rd, yeah. September... Oh, it's, oh, it's a one-day festival. Yes, from noon to midnight. Wow. If I wasn't on the road with Robbie Bernstein's Summer Porch Tour, you go to summerporchtour.com for tickets to that, I would probably just go get drunk at the Philly Comedy Festival. Something tells me I'd end up on some shows. Probably. If I just showed up, I feel like all those guys who I'm friends with would be like, you should probably do this show. Yeah, that's probably that's the vibe that's given off right now. Yeah, it's it, it it seems like less of a festival and more. It's more of a hang. It seems like more of a twelve-hour, probably episode of field tripping. <laughs> but I'm sure you're gonna have you. There's what? There's five podcasts. There's a hip hop performance. Yeah, there's a there's hip-hop several stand up showcases. Yep. Yeah, this is gonna be a great fucking thing. They do. They look. All of those guys are fucking hilarious. Like, everybody on that festival, how much are tickets? Uh, I believe they are $100 for the, for the whole day. And it's at a brewery. Brewery, I have drinks, food. Go to the Philly Comedy Festival. Support those guys. They're fantastic. Look, I'll be honest. I don't much like the, state, the, the city of Philadelphia. I'm kind of sick of hearing about them. Just, they're just, Wawa sucks. I haven't been yet, so. No, you, you will. It's, you're going to be like, why do you like this? And then when you corner these fucking Philly guys, I'm go, hey, can you shut up about Wawa? They're like, you guys don't understand because you have like good food at night. And I go, that's even more reason why you should stop saying your thing is good. But like, you guys have like options at night. You can get like halal card or Chinese food or pizza. And I go, okay. All of those things are better than Wawa. And they're like, yeah. And I go, why do you guys talk about it like it's fucking good? It's like uh, every small town that has that one chain restaurant. 
and like that's oh, like oh yeah that's their thing yeah that's like the place where everybody goes after church no like austin has um like white people in austin like white people with money in austin love like a i think it's called like cozy taco or toasty okay and it sucks it's just Sounds white like people it. tacos it's like yuck get out of here like dude i had it and i was just like bitch are you fucking wiling you fucking you're literally giving me it tastes like white people like you know what i mean like it's like you know when you ever eat a taco made by like somebody's somebody's white aunt yeah and you're you're hispanic so it's like this, this is a thing yeah. that i know you probably get more mad about than me a st- but a i'm store a brand, snob a, a store brand like flour- some sort of seasoning yeah, yeah flour tortilla that's but not that's not well made it's unseasoned, a shitty one unseasoned chicken lettuce but like, no, like and if like, it, but if it's if it's seasoned it's like got like a packet of ortega yeah. seasoning and it's like, what are you doing? This is gross. It, it makes no sense in my mind. But Why I are mean, you doing this to me? Yeah. Why'd you even call this a taco? Just wrap it and call it a wrap. You put shredded lettuce on the fucking thing and cheap cheddar cheese. Why? Because there's sour cream on this, which Mexicans don't actually put on their tacos. I have to call this a taco? Yeah. That Oaxacan dried cheese is pretty cheap. And it's the best. It's so good. All the Mexican cheeses are so... You can't pickle an onion, motherfuckers? Like, what are you doing? Dude, I have pickled onions on deck every day, every week. I'm chopping onions. Dude, throwing, oh, throwing yeah, throwing them a little brine. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna put I'm gonna give you the move. This is not good for a taco, but it's great for actually might be good for like a steak situation. And okay. if you do a steak taco, but if you're doing a steak sandwich for real, this is what I used to do for my steak sandwich when I was running the kitchen. You blanch a red onion, mm-hmm. right? Fucking blanch it, and then you do there's a there's something called saba, which is like a thick viscous, like reduced aged balsamic, so it's sweet. But it's still vinegary, so it's pickled. You throw it in there, let it sit for like a day. Just a quick pickle. That's great for like a steak wrap or a fucking sandwich. Okay. Fantastic. If you're pickling onions anyway, first of all, pickled onion, that's a great con. I'll be honest. Top tier. White people are bad at condiments. Now, I'll throw this out there. Mayo, fine condiment. A lot of work to make an actual good mayo. A jarred mayo, never really good. Correct. Hollandaise, you can't really... If you give me a fucking jar of hollandaise sauce, I will break it over your fucking face. You have to make that shit from scratch. These condiments that these fucking whites invent, it's just, it's a lot of work. Olive oil from the Italians, like, all right, but I don't even really, what are you really doing? I guess pesto's almost a condiment. I don't, but like, the fact that we're not using just lime. Like, the way like Asians and fucking Latins use just lime as like, yeah, it's like salt, pepper, lime. Mm-hmm. You go, no whites thought of this? Yeah, back home, like, everybody has a lemon tree. Or, a lime, and, like, everybody has a lime cook, hookup. Like, you, it's something you need to have stocked in your kitchen. Dude, it's it, it's such a good quality fucking... And pickled onions is another one. That's yep. another, like, Indians. Fuck with pickled onions. Fucking Spanish people always have some sort of pickled onion. How are we not doing this? Motherfucking white people, until, like, 1985... We're throwing raw onion, like still Nathan's in Coney Island, gives you raw onions, raw white onions for a hot dog. What are you fucking doing, Nathan's? And then now, now they put them in the tomato sauce thing, which is I don't think as good as like a pickled red onion. Why would you not just do that? I don't know what to tell you, man. This whole Northeast thing is just ridiculous to me. What do you mean? Uh, the culinary, like outside of like the authentic, quote unquote authentic, like Italian stuff, I feel like. 
the Northeast, like American food here. Italian American food is its own thing, and I'll be honest, it's not very good in New York. You'll get better Italian American food in Philly. Okay. Like if you go out of your way to get like a sit down red sauce Italian, there's a couple of places still in New York City, but like Long Island, you're better off. When I go up to Central New York to see my girls' family, the Italian American food is significantly, and I now I'm at the point because I hate Italian people. I particularly hate Italian Americans because I hate that uh, for my whole life I said things like mozzarella and gabagool and I thought that's how you were supposed to say it because I thought that's how they said it in Italy and then I started meeting people from Italy and they were like you're a fucking they'd be like you're a moron or whatever fucking dumb zip shit that they would say and fucking nobody talks like that over there and I hate that I still have to interact with Italians I'd be like, that's not how they say it in Italy. What that was was uh, people from Naples who are the stupid people in Italy. I'm not from there. Um, they came here, and what they do in Naples is they knock the last um, vowel off of a word. And then that just got way worse here because American people are fucking stupid, especially when you're the poorest American people. It was just Italians acting black. That's all, all this mozzarella shit. All that was like, we need our own black guy talk. <laughs> That's what happened. They came here. They stopped inbreeding. That's why we all got bigger. Italians in Italy, they're all tiny motherfuckers because of the inbreeding in these fucking villages for hundreds of years. And now they come here and they start fucking other things. They get bigger and they go, all right, we got to act black now. Start grabbing your dick. Start fucking putting emphasis on the end of words. That's literally what happened. Italian Americans are just fake blacks. Hot take. Stamp that. Yeah, thank you. All right, moving on. Look, there's a lot to talk about. We were talking about this on High Society before, but the Republican debate was last night. And it's an interesting thing. So I was thinking about this. There's going to be a Democrat debate, and the only people running other than Joe Biden are uh, Marion Williamson, who was like the kooky lady in the last election, and RFK Jr., and then we had this debate. I don't even know who most of these fucking people are. Nikki Haley, by the way, fuckable for an old white lady. What do you think? Uh, let me just refresh my memory. Also, like, mostly pro-abortion, from there. what I could tell. Oh, yeah, she's not bad. She's, like, definite, yeah. like, across-the-street neighbor mom. Yeah, like- exactly. She's, like, neighbor, yes. She's neighbor mom that, like, is, like, healthy snacks mom and also, like, does yoga and plays some sport. She's like the less fun Tulsi Gabbard that like actually had kids and like oh, started yeah. family. Tulsi Gabbard was just like, yeah, whatever, dude. I surf and I was in the army. Those are two things that literally mean you fuck on the first date. Mm-hmm. You're a bitch who was in the military and you surf. You Tulsi Gabbard gives up the puss for sure. Nikki Haley, you're gonna have to work for that. And it's not going to be as good. Tulsi Gabbard, first of all, she's got that fucking surfer core. Dude, that's the thing. You ever see in porn? First of all, this has never, ever happened in my actual sex life. And I've done a lot of weird stuff. But you ever see in porn where a girl put, plants her feet and squats and rides on the cock? Yeah. That, that's, that's only in porn. That's impossible to do. But I think person. a surfer could do that. Yeah, because That's the that, whole surfing thing. That core and then the lower, the lower uh, legs of Which, like... Being it's able just, to plant yourself. Yeah, it's just being on a surfboard. They're yeah. going to surf the cock. Hmm. Right? But this debate happens yesterday. 
Uh, Chris Christie did very terribly. They all are trying to avoid the Trump thing in the room. Did you watch any of this? Uh, no, just a couple clips, and it looked hilarious. Uh, so mostly it's hilarious. Vivek Ramaswani is a Indian gentleman. My new favorite guy. I see why people like him. He's We've talked about this on the show, and I've gotten criticized for this because, uh, as I've said on uh, High Society earlier today, people on the right are soft-body fucking mo's ever since Biden won. And then even like when Trump was getting it, you couldn't make fun of Trump. It's like, I don't know if it's just like an algorithm situation where they're not seeing my things shitting on Biden, but I spent two years, when Biden was running for president, we spent two years shitting on Joe Biden. I spent, we spent an entire episode of High Society Radio watching Hunter Biden fuck hookers. Like it's, so it's like, I am shitting on the, the left as well. I spent the last five years shitting on the left because they suck. They're terrible people. Um, as much as I don't think the election was stolen from Trump, I also don't think s- Trump stole the previous election. I think both of those are fake news. Like, they're, they're just fake things that were created. Like, but like, so this entire debate is kind of just like, the only one that actually is trying to run for president is Mike Pence. The rest of them, and no, Rob, and Ron, uh, I'm going to call Rob DeSantis. Rob DeSantos. Um, those guys are trying to be president because they've already pissed off Trump. Trump tried to get fucking uh, Pence. But Pence just kept doing, Pence was just doing Giuliani in that presidential debate Giuliani was in. Like, he was just doing, I was there at 9-11, it was, but just with January 6th, over and over again, it was like, dog. Shut up. You look like uh, 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 Anderson Cooper's cousin that uh, made you feel like it was okay to be gay because your famous cousin is gay. <laughs> That's what you look like, Mike Pence. You suck. Nobody wants you here. You literally said you would do a federal ban on abortion, which would cause... Here's the thing. I've said this before a million times. Abortion is stupid. Elaborate, please. Okay. So, the debate surrounding abortion has taken too long. And I'll be honest, again, this is how debates work. I didn't know much about Nikki Haley at all. I, I know she was like... she. I, I know that foreign policy-wise, she's a, a boilerplate neocon, which I am typically disgusted by. But the way she approached, as a Republican, the abortion conversation was that she was kind of like, look... This is an unpopular decision that's hurting the Republican Party, which is true. And she goes, hey, we need to leave this to the states. The entire argument for 100 years was uh, uh, this should be a state thing. The whole thing about overturning Roe v. Wade, this should be a state thing. We can't then go pass a federal abortion ban. And I'm kind of like, I like that because the federal, I believe, I've said this on the show before, uh, I believe that the reason why our federal government particularly does not work correctly is because of the debate between gun rights and abortion rights uh, has created this partisan divide where people vote a certain way based on one of those two things, and it has kind of allowed oligarchs to control both parties. Like, that's, like because people are so uh, 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 blind beyond those two issues, uh, uh, 
if somebody just is pro-gun rights or pro-abortion rights, you vote for them, despite the fact that they might be uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi or fucking Mike Pence. Those are terrible people. That's that's actually the the thing that I'm saying. Um, but so you're watching this thing. You're you're watching the fucking Indian guy uh, Vivek. He's going at it. He's calling. Uh, Stanley texted me. Uh, Chris Crispy. That's what we call him. Called him Chat uh, Chat GPT, and he goes more like Chat GPT. Which, if you know about food, it's a C H A A T. It is a uh, salad on top of a samosa. Hilarious joke. Hilarious joke. Um, and also, he's just he would be a bad president, that guy. He's just going to be a bad person. I don't like some of the stuff he said about trans people. Um, and I'm mostly anti-teen uh, uh, transitioning. I don't think it's a good idea. I think there's a reason why countries that have had it for a while are running it back. I think there's a debate to be had there, but I don't particularly see it in a positive light. Uh, but he, the way he describes it, I've said on the show, is he, he has said this person's been castrated. It's like, well, you don't need to go that far. Because what you should actually be trying to do is winning over the people who are struggling with this situation in their household. And by calling it castration, you're not winning over, you might win over the dad, you're certainly not winning over the mom, correct? Correct. That's what I'm saying. Um, so I don't like him for that. Uh, 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 some of these other guys, I have no idea who they are. One, The guy who looked like ugly Patrick Bateman, I don't even know who that guy was from North Dakota. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, I don't, I've never heard of most of these people, and they're all like... I've vaguely heard of Tim Scott, but I never would have thought he was black. <laughs> yeah, they all look like just CEOs that they plucked out of. Doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like, it looks like central casting for evil CEO. <laughs> yeah. The, I, there was a guy, uh, I think his name was Ada something. He was the old guy. Yeah. No clue who that guy is. He barely talked. I watched this whole thing. I'm like, what are we watching? And then I watched Tucker. Tucker had Trump on. Started at 8.55 instead of 9 o'clock. Which, by the way, like, what a the internet is better than you, you fucking idiots thing. And then first five minutes, within the first five minutes, Tucker Carlson goes, so you think Epstein killed himself? What do you think? And then everybody's going, yes. Trump is going to talk about Epstein not killing himself. And then he goes, uh, you know, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. And then within 30 seconds, he goes, I mean, he probably killed himself, but who knows? And then they didn't say anything else of note for 40 minutes. Dude, Trump, I don't like this soft Trump. When Trump was balling and Trump was going hard at motherfuckers, like literally somebody tweeted out, yo, if he just just goes on TV and calls Ron DeSantis no Riz Ron, he's won this <laughs> whole thing. And I was like, yeah, that's the Trump we want to see. We're, he doesn't even have a Vivek fucking nickname yet. Dude, I think when he was just calling him Rob, I was like, yo, that's hilarious. Dude, just calling him Rob is so goddamn funny. And you could do that with all these guys. Dude, he hasn't said anything about Chris Christie. He didn't say anything about any of these fucking guys. And, like, then he just does this whole thing. And at one point, he, he's talking about the Panama Canal. And he goes, you know, we built that canal, by the way. And I'm going, yeah, everybody knows that. They tell you that in third grade. It's this weird, interesting fact that they get you to fucking 
keep in your head so that you actually learn South American geography when you're learning it. Because like in every fucking map you've ever looked at, it says Panama Canal Zone, U.S. territory. And everybody goes, if you're like me and you're inquisitive as a child, you go, what the fuck does that mean? And they go, well, we built it, so we own it. And I go, that's a fucking odd thing. Because uh, I can't just go throw a Mexican out of any Ford. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you thinking? But it's an interesting fact. And he goes, you know, uh, he says to Tucker, you know, Tucker, we built that canal. And Tucker Carlson had to pretend to not be furious. If somebody said that to me, unironically, as an adult, like if my grandfather said that to me when I was 12, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. But once I was 19, if my grandfather said that to me, I'm hitting him in the mouth. (laughs) No, you think I don't know the fucking Panama Canal? First of all, let's throw this out there. John McCain who was a Republican nominee for president this century, was born in the Panama Canal Zone. So every Republican knows, because he ran against Obama, who Trump was accusing of not being born in America, when John McCain was actually not born in America, he was born in Panama on U.S. soil in Panama, which I don't think they import the soil. It's the same soil. It's Panamanian soil. They're just calling it American soil. But, like, Every, every fucking adult Republican should know that. Not a Republican. I just happen to know that. <laughs> For the record. Did watch this debate. Not a Democrat either. Going to watch that debate, although I am still technically a registered Democrat. Will probably, I was saying this today, I'm going to vote for RFK in the primary, and then in the general, I'm going to vote for Cornell West because I just love a protest vote. Uh, I'm still a, a registered uh, libertarian in California until I switch over here. Really? Yeah. You're a registered libertarian in California? Mm-hmm. Why? There's no, like, I guess there is a primary, and the primary is, like, ludicrous every year. Uh, I mean, it started off as 4chan memes with Ron Paul back in the day. Dude, I, I mean, look, Ron Paul got everybody jazzed. Yeah. Like, that's, I was a, a child when that happened, and that carried over until I turned 18. You've seen the Morton Downey Jr. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, I think that was what really cemented me for loving Ron Paul was just like him just going, you're pretty fat. I'm not going to go regulate buckets of chicken in like the eighties. Like, just like, uh. but then I read his book and he's very pro-life, which I'm, I just, I'm just not, I can't be, I've tried to wrap my head around it. I just don't believe in God. And I just want there to be less people. I think the world wants there to be less people. Dude, the world is telling us to have less of us. They're just like, hey, we're going to hurricane you. I think it's less global warming and more... uh, Remember Gaia, the spirit of the earth from Captain Planet? Yeah. She's just gone through menopause and is just fed up with us now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... uh, We need less people. All right, moving on. So uh, uh, we talked, we briefly touched on this on High Society with Nate and Andy, but uh, 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 what's his name? Fucking uh, Pazlovich. What the, what's the Wagner Rebellion guy's name? Oh, uh, the... Prigozhin died in a plane crash. Now, I think he's alive. I'm just going to throw this out there. 
How do they know he was on that plane? Where'd the plane take off from? Where, where, where was it going? First of all, where was he going? That's also the, none of that, like, like, do you have any of that information? Have you seen it? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's, it feels like, it feels like the entire thing is just like, he might just be in hiding. It's like when Krusty the Clown fucking crashed his plane that time, and then he was just living on the docks. I'm telling you, Prigozhin is living on the docks somewhere in fucking Belarus. Also, chicks from Belarus, very hot. Yeah, I'm not a big white lady person, but like Eastern Europe is just, that's where it's at. So I saw a tweet last week that said uh, uh, Russians are just winter Latinas, and I was like, that's (laughs) accurate. So you're not, you don't like white ladies? Uh, I was pretty anti-white lady up until a couple months ago. What happened? Fuck a white lady? Yeah. How was it? Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to have changed your stance on white ladies. Yep. Had you never fucked a white lady no. ever? That seems, you seem like you fuck white ladies. Opposite. But you seem like you fuck probably not great white ladies, which this is a good white lady. Uh, a little thick? Yeah. Had a little meat on them. Definitely. So a good white lady. Yeah, from the South. So, all right, that's, it sounds like I'm picturing what I'm picturing, and I feel like it's probably pretty good. Yeah. But, like, you have a look about you as a very thin, soft-spoken, wispy, mustached Latin man. <laughs> Sorry, trans woman of color. Uh, that uh, you probably fuck a fairly mediocre, yuppie white lady. Which is what I'm sure I'm sure has been offered to you in the past. And you're like, I don't want this. No, nah, I've like always... hipstery, scenestery... I'm, I'm hipstery uh, minorities. Like, I've always gone, for the most part, a Latina, but then, like, a few Asians couple of black just for the fun of it. Uh, you didn't have to add that last part. You could just say a eh. couple black. It's fine. It's, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was holding out. I was like, this summer I was, I was feeling a little adventurous. Okay. And you did white as adventurous to you? Yeah. Well, it's just like the it's opposite wh- of foods. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's so normal. Like, uh, this, this chick was very outside, like, my normal demographic mm-hmm. where she's just like, you know, uh, a very well, she was southern, like probably a little like fire brandy. You know, a little like a little like a uh, little energy. Yeah. You said she was like a robust woman. Def- yes. I yeah, I know the type, but you understand the type that I could see you dating. Yeah. And I could see why you would resist that, because that what I'm saying is that's the whites who have been offered you in the past. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you're not fucking whites. I don't want to fuck those whites. Those are the worst whites. This, like, fucking, with the elbows, they almost look like a bird skeleton. <laughs> fucking the tits are, like, kind of, like, she's thin, but they're droopy, and they come out to the, uh, yeah. you know, like, some sort of, like, artsy fucking. Yeah. Ugh. I'm, I've always been thick minorities. Like, that's my demographic. And also, I was, I come from a place where it was majority minorities, so, like, it was easier to do that. Like, my school was 60% Hispanic. Oh, uh, okay. And, yeah. So, so that's what just, I grew up with. Like, so you were just jumping on some chonkers? Yeah. All right. All right. You're like a low center of gravity. I got it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, it's, just, it's an odd thing. How old are you, 26? Yeah. It's just to be a man in America and not fucked a white lady at the age of 26 is odd. You understand? Is it your is it your first one? Yeah. 
That's you, you understand that that's odd. Because it's not like you're not out here fucking. I know you do your thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, it's more of a resisting thing where it's just like. Yeah, yeah, you're intentionally not fucking the whites. Yeah. Particularly the whites that are trying to fuck you. Yeah. That's the actual thing. For the most part, yeah. I know that this is uncomfortable. It's also like the the gener- like the institutionalized racism that most people think like, because every, every minority group has that, every just like group in general, it's like you want what you are. Yeah, sure. And then, uh, no, yeah, I've just been very anti-white for the, for the majority of my uh, adolescence until like I started growing, like until high school. And I started going out more and Oh dude, the first time I saw like a So I grew up around I so I lived in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, which there's Asians there, right? Mm -hmm. But I was there for elementary school and I moved to Gowanus, which is all black and Hispanic. So then I immediately loved black and Hispanic women because I was just starting to get boners. But then I went to high school, it was a third Asian the high school I went to. Five thousand kids a third Asian. I started seeing this some of these hot Asians. And for like six months, I was just like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen. An Asian? I had never seen like a sexy Asian lady that wasn't in the movie The Golden Child. An Asian with thick thighs is just, that's prime What right there. the fuck? Even just like a pretty Asian with good makeup. I'm going to just fucking get low main. I don't know what these fucking broads look like. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm going to restaurants. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's, once I left South Brooklyn and was like in like... I left Southern Brooklyn and was the way Brooklyn is laid out is stupid. Where I was living was five miles north of where, it, but that's technically called South. Whatever. I was in Gowanus, and you know that's when you start like you know I moved there beginning of fifth grade. So I was like nine, so then you start getting like hard ons and you're about the girls you're around, and then you go. Then I went to high school and I was just like I was like Asian women are not attractive. Because the only Asian women I saw were literally at restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I swear to God. Like, it's like, or like, you know, in a service industry capacity that were like poor. And then I went to fucking Brooklyn Tech with all these bitches from Flushing who were like American but Asian and had fucking makeup and nice clothes. And I was just like, yo, my dick is so hard. Pull that for board for next week <laughs> but i understand what you're saying it's like it takes you a while to get out of your fucking wh- whatever you're around yeah growing up and then you're kind of like i don't know if i want to fucking deal with this and then you get a blowjob from one hefty titted jew and you're just like i'll do anything now <laughs> i'll fuck a dude i didn't ever thought this was gonna be great this girl's voice makes me want to shoot myself in the face That's right. I just said that Jewish women make you gay. Ask their sons. Um, what did I ask you to pull up? Oh, the the Russian, uh, the Russian oh, plane. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but, but. it says it was leaving Russia. Uh, it was leaving. Uh, uh, but, but, but. It left Moscow and looked okay. like it was on its way to St. Petersburg, and it got blown down like halfway. Halfway in between. That's what you get. Bro, how long is that drive? Oh, I don't know. It looks pretty far for Russia. Moscow to St. Petersburg, is that like a nine-hour drive? Could be 17 hours. Russia's gigantic. Yeah, like from this map. 
Yeah, just Google Map it. Let's see. But so it's a seven-hour drive. Oh, that's not that bad. What are you 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 getting on plane? You have beef with the president of Russia. Why are you getting on a plane? Uh, it says that there was eight people on board. Uh, you got on a private. You, dude, you got to at least fly commercial, dude. If that's the actual thing. Yeah. So like, even Putin can't just take down a fucking commercial jet. That's like three hundred people. I'm flying first class commercial if I got beef with Putin. He's not taking down the plane with all these fucking rubes on it. His approval rating in Russia is very high. You start taking out planes, that's a problem. But then again, I guess if you're on a plane, everybody loves Putin over there. They know that you tried to just fuck with him. They might fuck you up on the plane. It might be like Spirit Airlines in Russia. (laughs) And they're all so drunk that it's actually Spirit Airlines. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, so this guy's dead, which, uh, seems about par for the court. Dude, Vladimir Putin is an asshole, but, like, I kind of just really respect that he's just, like, yeah, I'm just killing these people. Like, I kind of wish, so, like, Hillary Clinton has killed people. Yes. I really wish she would have just killed Trump, and we never would have gotten here. Do you understand what I mean? Like she'd just be the incum- she would have just been the incumbent. We'd be almost done with this shit. It would have sucked. She might have lost to whoever. Who I don't even remember who he beat in that fucking. Maybe Marco Rubio would have beat her in the fucking general. I don't fucking know. It was like him or like yeah, it was like Christie was in it, but he was never gonna get dude. Chris Christie in a nation of fat fucks to get booed. By a town hall of Republicans. Jesus Christ, you fucking... You look like biscuits and gravy. Like, it's like, enough. Uh, Ted Cruz was the other... uh... Oh, Ted Cruz did make... Dude, Trump just sunk him by somebody going, I heard his dad was a Zodiac killer, and Trump going, I don't know, maybe he was. Also, Ted Cruz never should have been the president. You know why? I'll throw this out there. Where's a class ring? High school class ring. (laughs) All the time. That's bizarre. You have a graduate degree, dude. Why are you wearing your class ring? That's fucking... First of all, man with a ring that's not a wedding ring. And also a wedding ring, very outdated. You have to wear... I think... I don't trust anybody that's not wearing a silicone wedding ring. Yeah. Because you're not thinking. Because I know multiple people who have lost their ring finger because, you know, they're dudes and they do dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, fucking, if you're still wearing a fucking, if you're a man wearing a ring, you're not very man. I mean, like, I guess mobsters with the pinky ring, but even that, I think, is out of fashion. Yeah, that that died out, like, 40 years ago. Because I think they kept losing these pinkies. And then people were thinking, like, what, are you getting fucked up by the Yakuza? And they're like, no, we don't, what the hell's a Yakuza? What is that? That's that fucking thing that you drop in a beer? Was it a Yakuza bomb? He accuses the skewers that they sell over at the Jap joints. What are we doing? Fucking, no, it's just, just stop being a man wearing a ring. It just shows that you don't do stuff. Yeah, like, it's for sure soft hand energy. Yeah, like a ring? That's a lot. I didn't even think, like, at this point, I'm at the age, no chain. Watch is it. But the watch clasp is going to break. You know what I mean? Like, watch is it. 
But that's also about, I got to be on time. You know what I mean? But I take my watch off to do literally anything. Like, if you get into a fight with your watch on, either you don't care about your watch or you're trying to lose a hand. I don't know. I don't know what I was just talking about. What was it? Uh, let's see. We're talking about the... You wanted uh, Hillary to kill Trump. Oh, yes. Hillary Clinton should have just killed Donald Trump. She kills people. Vladimir P- Putin kills his enemies. What? She should have just killed him. Had him murdered. He could have just died. And people would have been like, Trump died. I mean, it seems like maybe Hillary Clinton killed him. But, like, also, he could have just died. He eats, like, shit. He fucks hookers. And also, like, you can use the, like, Russia or China as, like, a scapegoat. You, exactly. It's right. It was right there for her. Like, like, that's also, like, I yeah, I don't like that. That's actually the thing about the American political class that is very annoying is the hubris. Like, that's, I think, why Trump broke everybody's brains is because those people freaked out so heavy, even the media, because they were like, he can't because we're saying he can't. If we just keep saying, what are you going to vote for this asshole? Then they'll just go, well, obviously we have to listen to these people. They're in charge. And then he was just like, turns out you're a cunt. And then he just won. And she could have just killed him. Putin doesn't put up with that. Putin doesn't go, this guy can't beat me. And then actually have an election. Putin goes, this guy can't beat me. And then rigs an election. Like, just do it. Be the fucking people you are. Because then all you're doing is rigging the next election. And pretending the election you lost fair and square was rigged. I don't even think they rigged the next election. I think Trump actually lost. I think there's a certain amount of rigging that goes on either way. But, like, it's a very funny, like, I was thinking about this the other day. Fucking, fucking Trump lost that election but he could have not and it's just like kind of like they spent fucking years saying that he rigged this election then he was like they rigged this election it's like you gave him that you could have just killed him at any given time you could have just killed this guy like it's like and I don't think he should dude I'll be honest like you you weren't around you weren't working here then but like when Trump was the president we talked about this all the time I thought he was a terrible diplomat, and I thought he shouldn't be president because how can you be the chief diplomat on earth and be the least diplomatic human being? It's not a good fit. However, his foreign policy was fantastic. Like, literally, trade war with China, that's his actual legacy. Like, all of this other shit is not his... No, Literally zero politicians in this country had a fucking China policy until Donald Trump came out and goes all the shit that anybody was actually paying attention to foreign economics was like China's gonna fucking demolish us they're stealing our intellectual property they are fucking us they control the supply chain not only this if you know that like what how they're manipulated and like literally it is the Clintons and the Bushes gave China like if, look into it. Look into China entering the IMF treaty. It is basically Bush Sr., then Clinton laying the groundwork and saying if we let China into the IMF treaty, they will not f- fuck us over because they'll be part of the world stage, which is 
How crazy is that? Imagine doing that with another hostile nation, right? Like imagine, forget even Russia. What's another hostile nation? Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. And they're our ally, but they're hostile, right? Yeah. We're not going to let them into the uh, 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 Red Bull plane flying competition because, you know, they did 9-11. So we're not going to do that. But the fact that we let China and they go, they go, here's the thing. You can't, uh, uh, you're a communist country. And what you can't do is prop up your industry with uh, uh, tax money to be in the IMF. And they were like, sure. And that was the stupidest thing that ever happened. And it was just so that the people who were donating to the Bush and Clinton campaigns over time could make money in the short term and manufacture it. Like, that's it. And then fucking Trump was like, hey, these guys are fucking us. And then everybody went, what do you mean they're fucking us? It was like, turns out that they're actually just doing this thing and we're supposed to put tariffs on them and nobody will say it, so I'm going to declare a national emergency. And he did. And that was a fucking great policy. He just did it very poorly and he sold it the worst I've ever seen a thing for this consummate salesman. It was the worst sell of a good thing I've ever seen. I digress. Hillary should have killed him the way Putin killed fucking uh, Telly Savalas over there. That motherfucker... <laughs> Doesn't he look like the dude from Drumline? Not Drumline. What's the movie that's not the Nick Cannon drum movie? <laughs> the guy who played the Nazi in Oz. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, I Whiplash. Know. Oh, uh, J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons. Doesn't that guy? Doesn't this guy fucking Pogosian look like J.K. Simmons? Uh... Come on. Pull me up a Pogosian. He does. I can't believe you don't think he looks like J.K. Simmons. Watch me just be completely off. Alright, I'm trying to find a good picture. Or I'll just do the... He looks more like... Uh, where is this? Just show me any picture of him at this point. Oh, uh, yeah, he's got more of a Telly Savalas deal. Yeah. Like, I feel like he looks more like... Just like a normal Russian... As opposed to... He does, yeah. He does look like... He looks like he runs an unsuccessful steakhouse. (laughs) But he acts like a real badass when the one month a year it's full. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the holiday season. Yeah, like in the holiday season when his steakhouse is popping and people are going to eat steaks. But then the rest of the year, they can't even stock oysters because they're going bad. Nobody's eating them. He just looks like it. Yeah. Well, whatever. I, well, you know the th- you know his deal with the hot dogs, right? No, dude. So he was in prison for uh, criticizing the government when he was younger. When he ga- came out, him and his mom, and it's like there's this weird like so there's this weird thing that's like clearly they were doing something else because, but according to his Wikipedia page, him and his mother were just selling hot dogs, and then he got so rich that he was running a mili- paramilitary company. Like, from hot dog to paramilitary? That's like, that's industrial revolution robber baron shit. That you can go from hot dog man to fucking, I don't know, blimp salesman in like a couple of steps. Like, it's yeah, like... That's quite literally like the American dream. Yeah, ex- dude. I, I fucking threw that on Twitter. I was like, it was like, because when that Wagner Rebellion was going on, it was like three days before the 4th of July. And I'm just going, a guy who got to start selling hot dogs is driving tanks at the Kremlin. A couple of days before the 4th of July. Like, this is the craziest. No one is acknowledging that this man is a hot dog salesman. 
and the idea that he is a hot dog salesman is so fucking funny. Because, like, the idea that you could sell hot dogs in Russia. Yeah, it makes no sense It to makes me. no sense. <laughs> they were like, hot dogs? What the hell is a hot dog? And he's like, well, it's like, the you know, Americans like these hot dogs. And they're like, I've, I don't know, man. Have you seen Russian food? It's so hearty. Like, yeah. it's like stroganoff and shit. Why would you want a hot dog? They do, like, fucking, um, fucking holes. They, their chicken cutlet game is A1. They're doing fucking dry fish. Yeah. You want a hot dog? I feel like they don't have the weather for a hot dog. Yeah, because it's so wet. Yeah. It's wet all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I feel like the air is cold and moist, and a hot dog does not stay hot once it's in that bun long. You're putting a cold topping on it. It's becoming cold. Now you're just sucking a cold dick. <laughs> Anyway, moral of the story, kill your enemies. Moving on. I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to talk about before we got out of here. Uh, what was it? Did I, tell you, did I tell you I needed to talk about a thing? Uh, the the uh, small town guy. Oh, yes. So, Oliver Anthony. We've gotten into some... People keep getting mad at me. They keep finding the reels from High Society where we're making fun of his dumb song, Rich Men North of Richmond, right? Yeah. People are telling me, like... Oh, uh, it's about politicians, because I was like, it's a, uh, I said it was a song about, uh, it was a capitalist song about eating the rich. Uh, and they're like, it's about politicians, and I'm like, politicians work for fucking rich people. They're the middleman between you getting fucked by rich people and not. Like, but here's the crazy thing, is like, we were talking about, it, like, I kind of think he's a psyop, I've said he's gonna get caught fucking a kid, Whatever. I think he will get, like, you don't go, like, from zero to that famous without, remember that guy Ken Bone? Yeah. Okay. Like, I ruled. If you don't remember Ken Bone, he was the guy with the red sweater and bow tie in the presidential debates in, like, 2016, and then uh, uh, did an AMA on Reddit, used his actual Reddit account, and apparently was regularly saying nice asshole to women, (laughs) which, by the way, is something you do on Reddit. You're leaving out the best part of what he did. What is it? Uh, he was into pregnancy porn. Oh, and then I he, about that. And he was calling all the women uh, submarines. Dude, that's actually great. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, I mean, they're posting in the pregnancy porn subreddit. Like, they must know the terminology submarine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, good for him. But the fact that we demonize that man... He should be hosting Jeopardy instead of fucking Ken Jennings. <laughs> Ken Jennings actually raped a woman, I think. Wanna put it past him? I mean, I don't remember what it was. He also did like some shady shit where he was just being misogynistic, and that's why Blossom got it. And now he's now Ken Jennings just hosting Jeopardy because Blossom's on strike because of SAG. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, and they had to do the tournament of champions. So now it's just Ken Jennings. But he got in trouble for I think he might have been like might have said fag or something. I don't even know. Yeah, it says here like a bunch of a bunch of old tweet like twenty eleven tweets when everybody was just going off. Oh, I thought it was like a podcast thing. I thought he was like doing a he was trying to be a provocateur. When, that, eventually that, that, when that, I host Jeopardy, this is gonna really come out of You're, you're confusing him with the the Jeopardy executive. Is that what it was? Yeah, the Jeopardy executive he wanted a podcast and started calling like he called it just like Lewis, like exactly like Lewis he called his uh, female production staff, like sluts and shit, like he had some crazy name for them, but booth pigs, something like that. 
I started calling Shannon and uh, Natalie booth pigs for a while. Derek Gaines got very upset at me. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't get the joke. See, they're pigs and they're in this booth. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Oliver Anthony, again, uh, I'm really getting annoyed at people defending this jerk off. He just made a song that's not, it's not very good. It's just not a good song. I don't care. I know I don't like country, but like the people are like, dude, you just don't get it. The beautiful words of this fucking song. No, dude, I do get it. He's saying politicians are fucking cunts. All right. I also think politicians are cunts. Here's the thing. He's faking. Never trust a fucking ginger. Do you understand what I'm fucking saying? Never trust a fucking ginger. Play this video. Because he doesn't have a fucking accent anymore. I mean, we are the melting pot of the world, and that, that's what makes us strong is our diversity, and we need to learn to harness is that Andy? that and appreciate it and not use it as a political tool to, to keep everyone separate from each other, you know? Where's your fucking twang, dog? You got drunk at whatever this fucking... He's at some fucking dock party. And he's just like, well, I don't need to have an accent here. I'm a Yankee boat party. This guy's a fucking liar. I'm telling you, countdown until we find out he's fucking a 14-year-old. And I'll tell you this, 14-year-old boy. Oh. I think it will be an Asian boy, and I think it will look like the guy who stormed firecrackers in Boogie Nights. I think that's Oliver Anthony's type. I don't fucking like this guy. I don't understand why people keep defending him. He wrote a song that made you feel a thing because you're stupid. So, like, look, songs make everybody feel things. You are allowed to feel things from that song. All right? Maybe I spoke a little harshly. But the real thing is this. That's what songs do, man. I say this all the time. This is my actual... I actually use this analogy... For the duality of man, often. Tupac put Hit Him Up and Dear Mama on the same fucking album. Don't trust music. Like a song means nothing. This guy is not a guy. He just sang a thing. Do you understand that? Hit Him Up and Dear Mama are on the same fucking album. That Tupac solid guy. Seems like it. Jada Pinkett Smith still sprung off that motherfucker. Literally just cucking an Oscar winner because Tupac's dick was just that good. This has been Notes of a Goon. Harrington will be back next week, I suppose. Jorge, you're welcome to be here anytime. Thank you. I appreciated you being here. Thank you for filling in uh, for Mike. I'll be honest, you got the videos up a lot faster than he ever does, and that's why this went so quickly. I was supposed to do an ad read, but nobody's checking. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you
I tell you, I tell you. 